Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Digitized live from the ACT Computer Studios in Cape Coral, Florida, it's the What's in Your Head podcast with your hosts Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up, what's up, what's up, OG5? It's Monday and we're back kicking it live. What's going on, fella? Oh, you know, just kind of going through a list of the world's most deadliest diseases and guess what's not up on there in the top 25? Gangrene. No. Um... Chlamydia. No. Um, Let me give you polio. A polio is on there. Okay. But um, this is what's caused devastation in the last year and a half. The trouble, troubling embarrassment of um, Propecia. Close. You're getting close. No, not Propecia. What is that? Um. Uh, the scaly stuff on your arms. Um, oh, what the hell do they call it? The red spots. Psoriasis. Yes, the 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 hard nah, life that's of psoriasis. Not up there nope. Nope. Um, diaper rash. Close one, but it barely just didn't make the cut. The bubonic plague. Oh, that's number one, man. Still. Well, it's still around there. Yeah, it's more. Oh, I know. Right? Being a resident of North Korea. Oh, my God. That's got to be the most dangerous thing in the world, right? You want to take the world back 2,000 years, quite literally? Go hang out in North Korea for a while. Uh, thank you, no. Uh, only people who can successfully do that is, well, Dennis Rodman, of course. Everybody yeah, else but is. I bet he would shrink a lot after being there, too. Yeah. What's uh, not on this list is... Uh, the Delta variant the of the COVID-19? Any... COVID-19. Is swine flu on there? No. Mad cow disease. Uh, no, I've lost it because I had to move on. Bird flu. Bird flu. One of the bird flus are in there, yes. Dingy fever. Chicken pox. Small pox. Pock pox. Well, let me just go ahead and start with your number one. Number this one. Is according to Healthline.com. Ischemic heart disease or coronary artery disease. There was 8.8 million deaths in 2015. That's 15% of deaths worldwide that year. That's number one. We sure aren't made to eat healthy, though, are we? No, not at all. Well, unless you live in New York, and then it's basically they um, tax everything. Do they still do the thing with the salt? I don't know. Like, back in all, I don't know, it's like, oh, I'm like burying the needle for some reason. Um, back in that's what she said. Well, no, I. Sorry, I. I I'm just going to go and record it off the YouTube stream. I forgot to hit record, and now I am recording. But like, it's burying the needle in the red for some reason, and I don't know why. But anyhow, uh, um, no, anyhow, New York a few years back, basically, mm-hmm. um, they raised the prices on diet beverages. And then, like, made them take uh, salt off the tables at um, at uh, what the hell they call restaurants? it restaurants and stuff. Sorry, I'm still trying to figure out why this thing's burying burying the needle here on my microphone. That's interesting because if it's iodized salt, your body actually needs that for a diet. Yeah, but you got to remember um, early early salty. late '90s, early 2000s. The thing was high cholesterol, yada yada yada. Well, and bacon's so. going to kill you, right? Yeah, exactly. I'll just let this hot version record for worst case scenario, but hopefully we have a decent version going up on YouTube. Anyway, I was on the doctors.com, but it was getting a little clickbaity, so I I stopped. There's a lot of ads. Uh Uh, COVID was definitely not on that list. So, uh, and I did watch a special about, right at the beginning of COVID, oddly enough, about the Black Plague and how bad that was. And yeah. How bad was the Black Plague? Uh, it would be bad enough maybe to actually shut the world down over. Because um, if you got it, you pretty much died. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was probably more than 50% uh, mortality rate. Anyway, let's get off the morbid stuff. What have you been up to this week? Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, wow, I'm still... I Sorry, I'm still 
I'll just ignore this. I'll have to record it off of the YouTube. I'm just don't know why it's recording so hot now. But anyhow, what have I been up to? Um, Doodle, what's the Scuttlebutt podcast yesterday with Jeff and um, RJ Nevins? RJ was giving us an update on his future projects and how <laughs> things are going with um, uh, The Walking Point, the movie. But um, we made the mistake of mentioning to Nugget last weekend um, that maybe, possibly, we might go to the water park. And so, of course, she hounded us last weekend about that. Rut row. And then... Um, so you planted the seed of possibility. Yeah, but possibility or perhaps non-committal phrases don't work with her. Um, everything's it's, it's set in stone. The line is drawn. Yeah, everything's committed. Um, but anyhow, and so we went out fishing a lot like we always do. And I don't know. I don't think it's from kayaking because Carrie had this issue couple years ago where we thought she had a uh, kidney stone coming down the pike all the telltale signs are there the the pain moving around the back and all that and then all of a sudden she's laid up can't move but the last time it happened we went to urgent care and all that and they threw their hands up there said you don't have any kidney stones uh there's nothing x-rays don't show anything we don't know what the fuck's wrong with you here's a here's a tylenol smack on the ass have a good day and basically had to suffer through the pain for two or three days well, Good luck to you. She's going through that spell again right now. Oh, shit. Um, Is that related to uh, some other... It may be lupus-related. They don't know. That's the problem with lupus and fibromyalgia. Both. Um, it's really hard yeah, to they're, tell. They're both they're kind of... what's called a syndrome. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, but anyhow, so she woke up s- Sunday morning, barely can move. Um, actually kicked in late Saturday night, Sunday morning, barely can move. And so Sariana and I, I was like, well, I'll just take her. It's the water park. It's close by. We get a residential discount. And uh, it was pretty good. We, we got there around 1130, and it's, you know, it's a small place. Uh, luckily, it wasn't feet scorching hot yet because the last few times we've been there, the sidewalks get so hot, even with the uh, sprinklers they spray on, it burns the surface of your feet off, so you got to stand in the they grass. Don't, they don't use, like, a cool deck? No. This is Cape Coral. We don't have the money for that. Uh, like the stairs, you know, the stairs to the rides and the bridges have that plastic white material, but the sidewalks themselves just grade a old fashioned gray cement. And then they try to put the better have on your flip flops. Well, what are you going to do with your flip flops when going down the water slide? Better have your aqua shoes. So, uh, well, then, you, you, then those will be like instant breaks, right? If you accidentally put them out, mm-hmm. you'll rip, rip something. And so, you. you know, you're suffering through it. You walk through the grass, but it wasn't that bad. Um, but it was, it was kind of funny because, you know, people often joke that when you go to amusement parks, you're standing in line. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. true, but, um, amusement parks are wheelchair accessible. So you're standing in line and walking up lots of ramps. Um, water parks are the epitome of, um, exercise cardiovascular. Cause not only are you standing in line, but you're walking up flights of stairs. So you're saying most rides are not ADA compliant? Well, at a Disneyland or a Universal Studios where they got high foot traffic, they'll just slowly take the grade up. So as you're walking, next thing you know, you're at the top of a hill and you can get on a water slide with very little effort. Here, you're climbing flights of stairs because it's Cape Coral, it's Florida, it's flat as hell. But what if Stumpy John shows up and he wants to ride the ride? Well, he better get in a freak and turn himself into a um, ruck and get on somebody's back and let him carry him up. But that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> Talking like uh if you can climb if you must. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put him on your back like Yoda. But I've noticed this before and there's there's very few right it's a very small place. Um they have the lazy river. Um how small is it? They got a green tube slide that's pretty decent. They got three old slides from like the eighties that literally you're down them in at one point two seconds. I mean you're standing super short old school pool slides um so they got let's see a lazy river they got one two three four let's just say nine slides and the last three are the best ones they put in a few years ago and they're about 30 i don't know 20 30 feet tall they're the uh, thunder bump the um something other and the something other uh tear tube and the extreme slide straight down freak Do everybody you got out. any of the ones where the slide runs into what looks like a giant funnel on its side? no we're too small for that we don't have the toilet bowl drop um, but what I've noticed is I think a lot of people are less scared of heights and deterred by the slide because, well, they don't want to climb the steps. I think the last time I counted, it was like 56. I can't remember exactly. Um, 
Sarion has been on it three times in the past, but the last two trips there, she doesn't want to go up it. My theory is she don't want to walk upstairs, but that's the hidden there. Hey, did you see this? Blacked out Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola's gone so far to get, take the white out of their company, they changed the logo to black. No, just kidding. This is the new Coke Zero cans. Um, they used to be black with a red logo, and now they're red with a black logo. But I digress. So, <laughs> we're um, I'm going up the slide by my lonesome, and Sarion's down there waiting for me. And I pretty much jog up the first eight flights, and then I'm waiting for the last set. And as there tends to be, there's the bigger brother and the little brother, and the little brother's fucking scared, right? He doesn't want to go. Big brother's making him go. He doesn't want to go. Little brother's shaking like a chihuahua. And he's borderline crying. And I walk up, and I, I hear him. He's like, you got this. And I, and I just said to him, kind of like I do when I'm running and people are struggling. I'm like, ah, right, you got this. You're good. And, and his older brother's like, see? He even says, I, I, man, there's, there's smaller kids up there than you. You're good. You got this. And so I'm standing there, and then I, I back out of it, and his brother's trying to, you know, gun him up, prompt him up, and here comes another guy who's about my age, a little younger, maybe in his late 30s, has a couple of younger kids with him, and he sees this kid freaking out, shaking like a leaf. He's like, oh, you got this, man. Don't worry about it. He's like, no, I'm going to walk down. He's like, how old are you? He's like 10. He's like, my son's eight. You got this. No, I'm going down. He goes, you can't go down. They won't let you go down. It's one way, mofo. Of course, he's it's fucking with him. But he, yeah, it's called commitment. So he's like, you can't go down. I was like, yeah. He's like, they'll kick you out. And then I know where I said, yeah. Put your name on the list. And the other guy said, yeah. You'll be banned. And I said, yep, banned for life. Can't go down that way. And another guy walks up about our age. He hears, he goes, yep, banned in seven states. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so, so all three of us are just going full-blown fucking improv, right? right. And, and, and we're all one up in it. I was like, yeah. You're gonna get the, you're gonna get your picture on the wall, and the other guy's like, "Oh, I was getting ready to bring up the wall," and so we all kind of laid off, and there's a long pause, long pause, and I long I'm, uncomfortable pause. There's a long pause, and I'm leaning over the railing, staring off at the skate park in the distance, and I said, "Yeah, took me four years to get off that wall." I was like, "Yeah, it took me four years to get off that wall." Everybody started laughing. <laughs> we get up to the top, and kid's crying, and he's he turned around, and walked, <laughs> he walked all the way back down. Oh, uh, so I went. They can fucking ban me. I'm not in this ride. I'm <laughs> yeah. out. Four years get me off that wall. So I go down and have a good time. Me and Sarah go and hit a few more rides, and I go back and climb back up and uh, stand at the top. And woo, lightning alarm goes off. Oh, son of a bitch! Everything comes to screeching stop. I had to, I had to walk back down that damn thing now. So after we scared the kid into uh, you know. Telling him he can't walk back down and he'll be banned and have his picture up on the wall. Here I am walking down, but it's a fun. Those three rides are fun. Funny thing is, everybody's scared of the the one that goes pretty much straight down. It's not complete straight down, but it's your basic classic water tall water slide. Then they got one in the middle has a tunnel. It starts off and then it goes down, and then they have one called the Thunder Bumps. It's got three bumps and it's slow. The funny thing is, is everybody's scared of the one that goes straight down. But if you do that thing on the pole. And throw yourself into the one that starts out as a tube and then drops down. That's the one you actually leave the surface of the slide on. And so everybody thinks the 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 first one is the most extreme. But, and so they go on the middle one thinking it's less. But that's when you actually will leave the surface of the slide for half a second. And oh, fuck. Yep, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely think that one was crazier. I had an issue too. earlier today. Uh-huh. I don't know if I want to post a video because I don't want to get a bunch of hate. But I did everything in my fucking power. So it rained today, and so I didn't take the fishing kayaks out. But I decided to go do some shore fishing. And I went back to the Yellow Creek Fever Preserve, which I don't know why they call it Yellow Fever Creek Preserve. Did did you go down to the shore with your bitching Camaro? No, but I did go down to Yellow Fever Creek Preserve and didn't catch a damn thing. Stayed there for like an hour. Which Yellow Fever? Which I probably will get dingy fever because it rained and the whole place is flooded out. So I had to walk through like calf high stagnant water to get there and of course i'm looking for water tigers. moccasins and gators and everything else boa constrictors and uh no that's down in uh that's down in the everglades and so that sucked for like an hour so then i loaded up the car and i drove for fishing in the last youtube video where you see the um fish finder go crazy but we couldn't catch anything and I'm fishing crankbaits i'm fishing worms i'm fishing top water blah 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 and i finally said to hell with it i'm gonna try a, a, a standard run-of-the-mill bass uh, swivel bait 
That's the one that goes underwater and has the little shiny things that spin. Then I put a I put a, um, a zoom speed tail watermelon worm on there, and I cast this fucker out right next to the lily pads, and I'm railing, and all of a sudden the tip of my pole goes shadoink, just like Carrie's did on the six pound bass video. So I'm getting excited. I'm reeling in. And this thing's fighting me. I'm like, oh shit! I'm reeling it in, and I'm reeling it in. It's fighting me, and it's getting more sporadic. I'm Better like, not be a freaking aquarium fish. I'm like, this isn't. Uh, I don't think it's a fish. So I got my paranoia's kicking in a little bit. So I walk back, and it's I'm dragging this thing, and it's my drag is going. I'm tightening on the drag on my bait caster. Luckily, I have it on the medium heavy rod, so it's bending, but it's not breaking. Pull up, no shitting. A soft shelled bottlenose turtle like that fucking big bigger in my head and those things are fucking mean um they don't have a beak like a snapping turtle but they do have some bite pressure and they can you know fuck up your skin a bit but i'm like how to what am i going to do with this thing he's so damn powerful if i would have put my rod on the ground he would just pull it out took off with it he was fighting i mean it literally took me four minutes to get him out of the water and so I, I got him at the end of a seven-foot fishing pole, and I'm like, well, I'm by myself. In my mind, I'm thinking, well, if I can get behind him and sit on top of him like an alligator, then maybe I can get my my uh, pliers in his mouth and get this fucking lure out of his mouth. So I'm reeling him in, and I'm trying to get my pliers out of my bag the whole time. According to GoPro, I'm reeling him in. I finally get to the end. But once again, I get him at the end of a seven-foot-long fishing pole. So I'm climbing my way up the fishing pole. He's rolling. I get the pliers down and I get it on the lure and I'm trying to get it out of his mouth and he lunges at me and bites at me and I have to reset and he's flipping around again and I finally reset and go down there, grab onto the um, the lure again. Now keep in mind, I'm using needle nose pliers, long ones, like this long. There's no cutting surface but except for maybe in the very back, but I'm nowhere near the very back. He comes around and swipes again at me. This time he catches 30-pound braided line, cuts it in half, and then hauls ass into the water. Oh, I'm like fuck. Were you done that time? Well, I I don't care. Oh, yeah, it was a three dollar lure. That ain't my problem. I just don't like the idea of this fucking turtle swimming around the goddamn hook in his mouth. But I did everything in my power to try to get this damn thing out. But it just sucks. Well, at least you happens. haven't uh, caught a shark. You know, I guess sharks are escaping into the canals right now to get away from red tide. Yeah, this. I'm so inland, they would have to, you know, hop a train, go through a couple of locks, maybe, you know, catch a ride on a ferry. It's, it's It would be a long haul. Would it, what, would it be tempting to go closer to the, the, the shore just to see if you get a man-eater? Well, first got to get a, a saltwater fishing license, which isn't a lot of money. But, once again, I'm... But if you're on a canal, do you still need a saltwater fishing license? Um, my canals are freshwater, and they don't sell a brackish license. So the closer you get... You pretty much have to convert over. But with that being it's said, a little salty here. You need to get salt. Um, I really don't have the bait set up because what I found out later is when we went on the Astera River, it was a brackish river, and we weren't catching. We fished for two days and catch a fucking thing, dick all, not a nothing. Um, so just different type of fish, different type of bait, and um, we've talked about going down to uh, like on the um, Caloosahatchee River and some of the offshoots, mm-hmm. but I just know it's going to be a hell of a tide especially with Carrie's shoulder right now. So we've slowly been making our way out in a mile circumference. We went to a new place the other day, uh, the BMX boat ramp, which uh, there's apparently a BMX parker there somewhere. That place was a turd. The whole canal system was nothing but grass and lily pads, and you really couldn't fish with anything but a worm on a Texas rig because anything with a trouble hook or an open hook, you're going to get snagged and sit there and pull up grass. But, uh, yeah, so that was my bummer of the day today, Mm. fucking up a turd. Well, I didn't... I'm not fucking up the turtle, but one can make the argument that he was better off before I came along and put a hook in his mouth. Yeah, but, I mean, he could have effed you up, too. Yeah. Uh, so have you uh, put the thought into Because I know the Gulf water can be pretty flat at times. Have you got th- thought of taking at least the, the big one out there, um, the paddle around in the Gulf? Um, I know people do. and not the, not, Maybe not the right type of kayak? No, it's not that. It's just... I've I've put enough miles on my kayak now that um I don't know maybe if I'm out there and we got you know we're camping out on the beach all day but to me and Carrie's kind of that way too we're kind of at the point where we're not big into just leisure paddling we want to be fishing or heading to a spot you know we're we're you know the day we first rented a kayak and took Carrie out that was cool and then we went to the stair river the first day we spent all paddling and not fishing but we're all kind of at the point now that if we're on the boat we want to pull with us 
I didn't know if you'd want to use it as a training exercise. Just go hardcore for yourself. Oh, I do that, like, because we'll, we'll, when we go fish on these canals, sometimes we're two miles away from the boat dock, and then all of a sudden it's 8.15, and then it's basically, okay, we're paddling two miles straight back, and so that's a 15 to 20 minute nonstop paddle and when you got a 66 pound kayak my ass is 240 pounds plus carry plus all the fishing poles and the the battery for the um, fish finder and all that we're cruising along and you know pretty good weight and a lot of times i'm doing most of paddling so i definitely get to work out there i haven't noticed that well she's been she's been fighting a uh, before this whole thing with this mystery pain she's been fighting a shoulder problem where she can't do this Oh, and about her uh, rotator cuff because that's one of the signs. And um, which sucks because she was wanting to. She did that. God, it's been so long. That shit happened back in. When was my savage race? March. Yeah. Well, that stuff doesn't heal on its own. I know. Well, um, that happened in January because um, originally the savage race we signed up for me and her to do. We were both going to okay. do the three-mile sprint, but she couldn't do this, which means she couldn't do the obstacles. So I call, I Savage gracefully took our two races and combined it into one for me. But to what you said, she went and they wanted to go to physical therapy, which is great and all, but they wanted to go three times a week, which is fine. But even though she has a name brand high-end um insurance the deductible basically it comes down to they're going to pay ten dollars per visit and so after she goes three times a week um we'd be paying wow. we'd be paying basically a car payment worth of physical therapy after oh, man, after her insurance company says we'll pay ten dollars of the, the visit so basically she get an x-ray and all that on it yeah uh, she already went to the doctor and got x-rayed uh and all that stuff and there's no they said there's a one tiny little bone spur, but they don't think it's causing a problem. Okay. And then they sent her to physical therapy, and the physical therapist said, okay, well, let's see your insurance. Okay, here's what it's going to cost uh, per visit. We that need you here three times nice. a – no, I'm sorry, not three times a month, Gordon, three times a week. That's insane. The most I ever went was twice a week, and that yeah. was a full rotator cuff and labrum tear. Oh, that's that's crazy. It sounds like that may have been a money grab. No, it wasn't a money grab because uh, this is a very good client of mine. I've been doing work for them for oh, years. Okay. They're the ones who did um, stuff on me for my lower back. Oh, very um, good. Then. But no, it's just the ins- it's it's insane. It's like, well, what the hell is the insurance good for? But I guess if you're really fucked up in the hospital, that's what's good. Insurance for. is good to bitch about. That's about all it's good about. Good for. Speaking of good things to bitch about, did you hear about the new transportation bill they're trying to shove down the throat? No. Well, instead of looking it up, I'll just let our friend uh, Tucker Carlson give it a, a quick, a quick, a quick explanation to you. Um, granted, this happened on Friday. Uh, this episode's from Friday before they went to vote on it. But here's a quick rundown in the new transportation bill. Joe Biden's infrastructure bill is I'm sorry, winding infrastructure. its way through the Senate. A lot going on. You may have missed this, but you should know it is moving without meaningful Republican opposition. That means unless something. Joe Biden's infrastructure oh, bill is that. winding its way through That's the Senate. That's called no editing. <laughs> a lot going on. You may have missed this, but you should know it is moving without meaningful Republican opposition. That means unless something changes very soon, it will become. But what's law. the big deal about this bill? About that bill. It's twenty-seven hundred pages long. It will cost eh, another more one. Than not everybody can read dollars. It. it will not pay for a trillion itself, dollars. They told you. And much of it has nothing whatsoever to do with infrastructure, what? meaning oh, fixing our crumbling that. roads and Listen bridges and airports and train stations and all the rest that embarrasses Americans. Instead, this bill will make science denial official. It will enshrine gender identity in federal law. It would allow the government to track your driving. Why? So they can charge you a fee for every mile you go. This in addition to the gas tax. And scariest of all, this bill requires all new vehicles in the United States to come with monitoring technology, such as eye scanners or breathalyzers. And that means that going forward, you will need the express permission of your federal overlords before you start your car in the morning, because it's their car now. As of tonight, 20 Republican senators appear to support this lunacy. The final vote is this week. So he goes on the name the clown-ass Republicans who are on the side of this. Now... There's very a very important thing he mentioned there. 
And that Riders is... Riders should be illegal. What's that? Riders should be illegal. You should only be able to put what's supposed to be in a bill in the bill instead yeah. of adding all this other bullshit. I am not even sorry for saying it. It's horse shit. The lobbyists need to go away. We need to drain the swamp and get all new people every two to four years. Well, it, it just kind of goes to show how one-sided or tunnel vision, and we've said this before, like um, when it comes to the media being one-sided, uh, that's because they're either broadcasting out of New York, L.A., and Washington, D.C., and sometimes Chicago. And so they're all in big rural areas. They all share the same nonsense, whereas if they spread it out, maybe have a, a location in Grass Lakes, Iowa, and somewhere you know in the flyover states, you'd see a little bit of difference in perspective because different environments different geographical locations yada yada yeah. yada so my point being rural areas. exactly my point being gordon's done this you lived in montana you lived yeah. in big bone kentucky and had to drive to florence yep. for work imagine yep. living in a trailer in big bone kentucky hardly two nickels are up together with a car that barely makes it and you got your next job. I'm not talking I'm broad I strokes. I'm just being facetious. The, 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 it's a little different now because money's moving in there. But at the time, the, the uh, financial population of that area, a lot of trailers, not a whole lot of three-story houses, if you know what we mean. But for these people who are working, driving an hour to get to work at a truck stop, restaurant, um, hotels, Amazon warehouses, wherever – if they have to pay a tax per by the mile, not counting the gas tax, it would probably cost them more than what they make for half day's labor working the jobs they're driving to. I bet you the caveat is unless you have an electric vehicle. No, oh, sure, which they bring that up. You know, when I lived in Ohio and I lived in Columbus, big, huge metropolitan city, worked building ambulances, and we've talked about this before. There was probably 20, 30 guys who lived in Eastern Ohio, southeastern Ohio, on the, along the Ohio River. Some of them live damn near Indiana. They would drive two and a half hours to work each day because there was no jobs. You know, once again, this is 1999, so there was very few jobs in these rural areas that were paying twelve, fifteen dollars an hour, and the property taxes and cost of living was low enough that it justified the four-hour round trip each day, drive to and home from work. But if those guys had to pay a freaking mileage tax, it would kill them. You think that, yeah, you're right. But you think now that somebody like Tucker Carlson has brought up what's in this bill, that maybe some of the guys who were supporting it said, wait a second. No, because he, that was in there. he made that announcement on Friday because as they do, when they want to shove bullshit down your throat, they do it the last minute with very little lead time. He aired that on Friday, and I think the vote was Saturday morning, Saturday night. Pass. Um, I think it passed the first part. It's got to go on to the next one, but um, I got to check the news today. I did see uh, the five was talking about how the bill may, you know, the the biggest stickler for everybody. Not so much the breathalyzer and the the eye scanner. It's the um, it's the mileage tax that's really going to be a real kick yeah, in the dick. And then for how much is the gas tax? Because my gas is almost four bucks a gallon right now. Yeah. Imagine you live in a place like Florida where it rains all the time and you own a small mom-and-pop company where you mow grass every day or you're hauling gravel around in your dump truck. You're putting in miles. You're driving. You're a bug guy. Just doing what you're doing. It's so spread out there. Yeah, you're an IT guy or you're you and you're going from job site to job site walking and checking permits and all that stuff, making stuff gets done. It's just... It's just all uh, one more another angle to try to screw everybody. It's just insane. Well, I hope that's some of the stuff that can end up in front of the Supreme Court. You know, do, do, they, do, do, do. they have shut things down before. Yeah, and of course, you know that always gets kind of blah 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 blah. It's uh, insane. Not okay. We've gone out on the many times to say we were no fans of Trump, but we do enjoy good irony and ironic humor. Do we not? Yes, a hundred percent. Now, during Trump's end of his time in office, there was a lot of people using him as examples how rich people don't pay taxes and how they need to see his tax debt and they need to see his tax returns. And his thing was, hey, I'm being audited. Once the audit's over, you guys can see it. Oh, you're just hiding, blah, 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 blah. Um, you and I both listened to Adam Carolla. We heard um, Mark Garrigus 
his lawyer friend and lawyer to the stars and all the rich people say that, you know, part of the reason Trump is fighting so hard to stay in office is because chances are as soon as he gets out, he's going to go to prison in New York City for tax evasion, blah, 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 blah. Right. This is not from any crazy website. You can find this new story anywhere, including Yahoo. So I pulled it off of Yahoo. So one of the um, audits have come back, Gordon, and I'll be a monkey's uncle. Trump is owed a $1 million tax refund for his Chicago skyscraper, but local officials are trying to block it. Imagine that. Former President Donald Trump is owed a tax refund of $1 million for his Chicago skyscrapers, but as the title said, local officials are trying to stop it from being issued. An Illinois tax agency ruled last month that Trump paid too much for his 2011 tax bill after the valued Trump International Hotel and Towers Rooms and retail space were overassessed by Cook County Board of Review, according to the Chicago Sun-Times uh, reports. The ruling by the Illinois Property Tax Appeal Board means Trump is owed $1.3 million, which would come from property taxes due to the city and other government agencies. And, of course, because Trump's a dick and he's a bad guy, they have to put this in there. Chicago Public Schools would lose about $540,000, according to the Sun-Times. Uh, the Cook County State's Attorney has since filed a lawsuit to block the refund, but why? He did nothing wrong. He overpaid because you guys told him his property is worth more than it was. Maybe that was you trying to gouge the rich guy. Just saying. Uh, when reached by insiders, the State Attorney's Office said it was unable to comment on a pending litigation. Uh, the dispute is the latest development in the story of Trump's taxes in Chicago. Alderman Ed Burks, a longest-serving member of the Chicago City's Council in history, Served as Trump's lawyer for more than a decade, um, his firm originally filed the tax appeal, arguing the value of Trump's buildings have been overestimated. Burke, a Democrat, helped Trump secure the $14 million in tax breaks on his Chicago skyscraper before parting ways with Trump's company in 2018. Basically, what uh, Later that year, FBI raided Burke's city hall office, and he was later charged with racketeering, bribery, and extortion. Gee, that's not the Chicago I know. That's charged, not necessarily prosecuted. Mm -hmm. Later that year, the FBI... Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, prosecutor said Burke used the power of his office to drive business to the law firm, including blocking permits for people who did not hire them. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, did not hire them. He has pled guilty to all charges as reported. And on that note, we have what we like to call the Netflix binge-worthy movies, but I'm going to change it up this week, and here's why. Um, a while back in the At Computer Studio, every time we got a gaming computer in, we'd have to find an HDMI to VGA adapter. And, well, that got tired and boring and cumbersome considering we live in a town that went back 12 years in technology availability once uh, Tiger Direct closed down. So what I've done to alleviate this problem is I simply bought a on Roku TV, the on brand that you can get at Walmart. I have one here in the studio. That's what I'm looking at right now. That's why mine is always cast up this way because I have the monitor where Gordon's at on the wall. So these are cheap TVs. They have an HDMI port, so I use them as a computer monitor on computers that do not have DVI or um, VGA ports. But the reason I bring that up is because I have Roku in the office, and sometimes I turn it on to provide background noise while doing such fun tasks as downloading updates. And I came across a movie that I hadn't seen in a while, and so we are going to call this segment the Roku Rewatch. <laughs> And I was on there the other day, and I saw a movie that I hadn't seen in a while. Here it is. Whoops, whoops. Peter, I can't come to your concert tonight. I'm working. Working at what? Did it again, didn't I? Yep, did it again. Sorry. Peter, I can't come to your concert tonight. I'm working. Working at what? You recognize that voice? What's Papa's job? He works for Mr. Rooney. Who's got a hug for a lonely old man? Papa didn't have a father, so Mr. Rooney looked after him. You rule this town as God rules the earth. I love Mr. Rooney. We had nothing. He gave us a home. A life. Oh. <laughs> he goes on missions for Mr. Rooney. Take Mike with you. No, Paul. Take Mike with you. They're very dangerous. 
That's why he brings his gun. Kinda, what the hell are you thinking? He saw everything. Can he keep a secret? He's my son. A man of honor always keeps his word. I go tomorrow when they find out we're gone, they're gonna come after us. I have to protect you now. I'd like to apologize, especially to you, Pop. You would like to apologize? Sons are put on this earth to trouble their fathers. Natural law. You gotta take him now. I know who to call. There's a guy who's done some work for us in the past. To be paid to do what you love. Isn't that the dream? Get out! I cannot fight you and them at the same time. I can take care of myself fine! You think it's my fault this happened? It was not your fault! You won't make it. You're not with a little boy. What are you gonna do? Just one last thing, and then it's done. 2002's Road to Perdition. Have you ever seen this, Gordon? I have not, but I did find the movie. So It is a very, very good movie. Um, little reveal on when it came out. The first time I saw it was downloaded on my computer, because once again it was back in 2002. saw it on my 14-inch monitor, but I just watched it again on Roku. Um, in 1931, during the Great Depression, Michael Sullivan Sr. is an enforcer for the Irish mob boss, John Rooney, in Rock Island, Illinois. Rooney's raised the orphan Sullivan and has come to love him more than his own biological son. And a rash of unpredicted, uh, I'm sorry, the rash and unpredictable Connor. Rooney holds a wake for him and his, Rooney holds a wake in his brother's home for the brother of an associate, Finn McGovern. McGovern is clearly agitated and insinuates that Rooney's family is responsible for his brother's death. Rooney sends Connor and Sullivan to deal with McGovern and things go awry. I don't want to give away too much of the plot, but as you heard, Sullivan and his son have to go on the run because his son saw someone get whacked. And it's a very, very good movie. Um, I I haven't seen it in a while, but I strongly recommend it. Even if you just find it on Netflix where you don't have to watch it on Roku, but if you do have Roku and you're looking for something... Obviously, it's going to have the commercial breaks. It's a period piece. Tom Hanks is always great in period pieces. Um, he's a lot younger in this. Uh, Rooney, played by Paul Newman, um, I believe probably one of his last gigs. So Paul, yeah, yeah Paul Newman plays the uh, mob boss in this. It's interesting. John Rooney was inspired by a real life Chicago gangster, John Looney. And shout out to uh, Jude Law. You familiar with him? Yes. He, now this was 19 years ago, 2002, 19 years ago. He was at the like, top of his prime, but he is such a stellar actor that he took on the role of a character that required, basically, they shaved his whole top of his head to make him bald. So, like, he has, like, a huge bald spot in it, but he, he, he does a fan. Everybody in this movie is great. Um, Stanley Tucci's in it, did a good job. And believe it or not, Daniel Craig, a young Daniel Craig, yes. plays the ne'er-do-well son who kind of sets all the bad shit into motion. So that is my Roku rewatch recommendation for the week. And believe it or not, as far as I know, according to the internet and YouTube, that weird sound effect I played is the Roku theme song. Oh. That? Yeah, like it's kind of like the DreamWorks thing. It spells out Roku and he starts dancing kind of like the light does. But yep, that is the Roku rewatch, Road to Perdition, Tom Hanks. Definitely check that out. Uh, do, 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 do. Before we get to the news, I got two more things. Oh, this is a fun game. We're going to we're going to take the TikTok lesson of the week. I really would like to get somebody to call in on this. We do a straight up game, but we're not going to. Um, let me see. I got to get the sounders. Do-do-do. I did things a little different here tonight. Okay, we're going to play, Gordon, this game. We're going to take us from the TikTok lesson of the week. I guess I really need to play the intros because, after all, if we're going to pay our production team to come up with production stuff, we need to use it. And now for the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. Now, like I said, I'm going to play a clip. I've edited out the thing of which we are banning. 
you're going to listen to this quick um, 22-second breakdown off of TikTok, and I want you to tell me what they are banning. Six U.S. states have just banned high... It's not looking good. They're not happy with it, and neither are the states of California, Colorado, Hawaii, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington. So what's their plan to efficiently ban all power... Well, we only know their first step, and that's to try to ban most high-end from being shipped to these states. And apparently only more companies plan to do this. But you can still build your own. So I ask you, Gordon, what are they banning? Want me to play it again? Or did you get it? One more time. Okay, what are they banning? I was trying to adjust the volume, and it's a little loud. I do apologize. Six U.S. states have just banned high... It's not looking good. They're not happy with it, and neither are the states of California, Colorado, Hawaii, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington. So what's their plan to efficiently ban all power... Well, we only know their first step, and that's to try to ban most high-end from being shipped to these states. And apparently only more companies plan to do this. But you can still build your own. What is your uh, what is your idea, Gordon? What are they banning? High-end electric bikes? Close. Six U.S. states have just banned high-end gaming computers. It's not looking good. California put out an energy bill showing how much energy high-end gaming computers consume. They're not happy with it, and neither are the states of California, Colorado, Hawaii, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington. So what's their plan to efficiently ban all powerful gaming computers? Well, we only know their first step, and that's to try to ban most high-end Alienware computers from being shipped to these states. And apparently only more companies plan to do this, but you can still build your own. And for those of you not playing along with the home game, uh, Alienware is in fact owned by Dell Computers. So if you have a, one of the many residents of a place like California has or solar Las Vegas, house, or, or well, we're not there yet. <clears throat> Actually, fun fact, uh, there was a study um, that came out on voter registration in Las Vegas in July. Seven, and these are not exact numbers, 700 and some odd registered vote, uh, registered as Republicans. 600 and some odd registered as Democrats, but 11,000 and some change registered as no affiliation. Well, I thought you were going to take this uh, along the routes, and which is why I said Vegas. When you said places like yeah. California, I thought you were going to talk about the new Averging Esports arenas and uh, the fact that California no, and L.A. are making money got, off of I, gaming. Actually, where his head is, if you got solar, then what the fuck is the point of banning it? Well, here's the fuck the point of banning it. Gordon, it's California. United States, California, Colorado, Hawaii, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington have banned the sale of high-end gaming PCs under the new energy bill. As he said in that clip, California's energy bill was written in 2017 and recently went into effect. So this study, you know, this is based off of some outdated video cards. So they may need to recheck these uh, because energy efficiency, yes, the video cards are getting bigger, but... Uh, Solid-state hard drives use less power because they're not spinning parts, um, and they have better cooling systems. But anyhow, let me finish reading this. In 2017, recently went into effect that led to several U.S. states outside of California joining in, effectively banning high-end pre-built gaming PCs. The state had recently published a paper looking into the powerful efficiency of computer gaming. They claim in their findings that the computer gaming in California consumed 4.1 terawatt hours in 2016, costing roughly 700 million USD in energy bills. The list. But my question is, if people are paying the bills, oh wait a minute, they got to have brownouts in LA because they don't have enough power. Um, they list consoles with taking a bulk of the emissions at 66 percent, and desktop computers at 31 percent. Well, then why aren't they going after the console? That's weird. Um, in s- spite of this, consoles are seemingly exempt from the bills. Hmm. Must have that Sony money coming out of China. As an answer to this, Dell has pulled the sale of seven of its eight Alienware gaming desktops from new states. Only the Alienware Aurora R12 gaming desktop is widely available. Packing an i5-11400F, uh, a, G- a GTX 1650 Super 8 gigs of RAM, and a 265 SSD uh, card, other R12s which are restricted on shipping features, one major co- uh, component difference such as the one terabyte hard drive. But once again, this is based off of 2017 when you had a one terabyte hard drive running four platters. Now they're solid state. Wouldn't you base it off of the actual power supply size? You would think. Um, disclaimer, blah, blah, blah. 
So would now, my 750 watt power supply be too much? No, because it all comes down to your 750 watt power supply is only running a minor video card, a motherboard, and a hard drive. These gaming computers have two to three video cards. They're running four, th- three or four monitors. Yeah, I mean, this is a gaming computer. And you got to also, you know, half of them have like more LED lights in their bedroom than Las Vegas does on the strip. LED lights, but, but LED lights don't spend any any power hardly. But I don't know why Dell doesn't come out and say, "Hey, once again, you guys are using six-year-old stats. Here's the stats of our new gaming computers. Yeah, with maybe the new, more efficient now. You know, they, they're definitely just hard drives alone. Um, I've been doing a lot of solid-state swaps. I've been taking computers that are borderline. You know, they're not quite worth throwing away, but you don't want to quite justify buying a new one. And so for the price of a hard drive and some labor, I go out and buy them a solid-state drive, ghost it over, put it in, and the... The computer goes literally. I did one last week and put it on TikTok. Um, from the time the hourglass spins to that Windows 10 logo kicks up on the standard serial ATA drive, it was like 45 seconds to almost a minute. Once I ghosted it to the solid state, it was like three seconds. The same exact computer with the same amount of RAM, same processor, booted as fast as a tablet or a cell phone just because of the lack of read write time on the hard drive. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of pushback in some court cases on that. So. Uh I don't buy that it's a, a real thing at this point. I know it's supposed to be, but I don't know how they're going to enforce it. Do do do. Now you you sent me the thing about the Joe Rogan. Were you wanting to get into the North Korea stuff tonight or no? I think we'll wait till next week on that one as we're running a little long already. Okay, and let's see, Ryoku. Oh, one more thing I want to read because you know I I I actually deleted a TikTok that I put up just because I didn't feel like getting the blowback. But basically, it was come to me congratulating the anti. United States women's soccer team for not embarrassing us by winning a medal and then having to turn her back on the American flag because well they're not they allowed suck. to. When you're in a gold, when you're in a medal ceremony, you have to mind your p's and q's. NBC sees the worst case scenario as Olympics ratings plunge amid quote woke protest. NBC is, NBC is giving advertisers who bought airtime during the Tokyo Olympics extra commercials due to the underwhelming ratings of this year's 2020 Olympic Games. Why is it 2020 when it's 2021? Well, you know how much it would cost to fix all that signage. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So is 2020 the makeup? (laughs) Yes, it's uh, 2020 asterisk 2021 held. Uh, games fueled by pandemic-weary population and backlash against woke athletes protesting the U.S. flag and national anthem. NBC Sports Chairman Pete, whatever his last name is, insisted to the Associated Press that the network would still make money on the 2020 Olympics, but left out details about how much and how so. NBC primetime coverage of the Tokyo Olympics on, on July 26 averaged 14.7 million viewers, however... That is down 49% compared to the equivalent night from the 2016 Rio de Janeiro Games and a 53% less than the 2012 London Olympics. The opening ceremony saw the lowest viewership since 1988. Uh, Variety senior TV editor Brian Steinberg wrote at the top of, has spurred, I'm sorry, wrote that the drop has spurred advertiser anxiety, which hasn't been eased by the news that the legacy American gymnast I'm sorry, legendary American gymnast Simone Baez withdrew from the team competition and fan favorite Naomi Osaka was eliminated from the tennis medal competition. So, I'm, you know, I was telling somebody just last week, is it me or does it seem like no one cares about the Olympics this year? And I think no one cared about the Olympics this year. Well, I watched a few things. I did watch, um, God, she is a great woman, uh, a wrestling, a woman's wrestling champ who ended up getting gold. Gosh, I can't remember. It is sad to, to think that the year skateboarding broke into it is the year no one watched. Yeah. But uh, I did watch a couple things. Um, man, it seemed like everything that landed, though, was either in, on primetime was like beach volleyball and swimming, of course, some diving, uh, some track, watch the U.S. men's relay team F well, you probably had to wait. You probably had to get like at three in the morning to watch it because of the time change. Like, yeah. if you want to well, see the major actually, stuff, it hit us pretty good because at about seven, too bad. But um, yeah, it just uh, it didn't have the 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 oomph to it as the before. Now that's, well, that that'll be the next one. It'll be in France, in the Paris. So uh, we'll see how that goes. And I mean, not only that, but. 
You saw the news yeah. about the beds they gave them, right? Mm-mm. People don't realize this. When we talked about this a lot back when I worked on radio, Stan Haney would talk about this a lot. Um, think about it. The Olympics. You got people not only physically in the prime of their life, but age-wise in the prime of their life. You got people ranging from some of the minors to 18 to 25, 28, early 30s. You got men and women in the peak performance physically, attractiveness in their lives. Apparently, the Olympic Village is a giant orgy. Yeah, they go through a lot of prophylactics. They go through a lot of prophylactics and all that, but because of the COVID policy, they actually gave them bed frames made out of cardboard boxes that basically only supported the weight of one person intentionally to help uh, curve the... Not, as if these people don't have the flexibility and the muscle capacity to do it standing up in the shower. But anyhow. We're just on the floor. Yeah, they went They went as far as giving them cardboard bed frames. And they said exactly why, to help cut down on potential COVID transmission through sexual activities in the dorms. So these poor bastards even got gypped out of the extracurricular activities that go along with the Olympics. Yeah, a lot of showering together, I'm sure, this time around. Mm-hmm. Joining us now from the Digital 410 West News Desk in Las Vegas, Nevada, Gordon Abernathy. Gordon, before you get to the news, let me just say this. The news, as well as this episode of the What's in Your Head podcast, is brought to you by our friends at At Computers. At Computers has been providing IT solutions for all Southwest Florida since 2004, so give them a call if you live in town. You need computer work, laptop work, uh, tablets, cameras, network expansion, network monitoring, network anything. Give them a call at 239-283-1120. And even if you live out of town, they can still help you. Through, your, through their website, as long as you have internet, of course. So give them a call at 239-283-1120, and they'll set up with you for remote support and assist you with all your computer needs. That's 239-283-1120, or go to acttypeincapecoral.com. And while you're on the internet, head over to whatsinyourhead.com and click on that Patreon link and sign up for Patreon. It's only a dollar a month. It'll go a long way to help contribute and support the channel. As well as, um, please, like, subscribe, and go over and like our YouTube page. We need, like, 400 and no, we need like 520 people. <laughs> so, uh, please. We need a whole audience. Hey, every little bit. The last few months, though, I've, we've been getting, we've been climbing, climbing slowly. And there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of competition on YouTube. So, you know, please just head over there, like, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And now, news with Gordon. Have you ever heard the phrase, knock it off? Yep. When you hear that, what do you think is going on? Kids fucking around. Maybe skateboarding, fucking around. Mm-hmm. Well, in Iron Mountain, Michigan, it has to deal with adults playing pickleball. <laughs> pickleball. Iron, Iron Mountain, Michigan. Iron Mountain is in the Upper Peninsula, which won't restrict pickleball hours at four courts. There must be a lot of Karens around there. City manager Joel Stachian said uh, had suggested ending the games at 6 p.m. But 20 players banded together and attended a recent city council meeting to object. And evidently these 20 people have uh, overturned it. Roxanne Hudson, Karen Hudson, whatever you want to call her, who lives next to the court says he and her husband, she and her husband just want to move. Noise from the paddles and the plastic balls goes on hour after hour and it just drives you nuts hey lady try living next to a, a gas station hey lady you where people are out there booming bass all day long i love these people because these are the people like when they're out looking for condos and oh look at the amenities they got tennis they got a racquetball it's right on a lake or i'm buying a house on a canal but i'm gonna get pissed off when someone's out in the canal on a kayak or maybe a bass boat's out there fishing in public water you buy your house or your condo near public amenities or even private amenities through your association you can't get shitty when people use those things because that stuff is what increases the property value to begin with. You know, Mayor Dale uh, Esadrini said that we we try to mitigate the noise somehow. And uh, Scott McClure, speaking on behalf of players, said, you know, they may want to try quieter paddles. Hi, this is Scott McClure. You may know me from such events as senior bowling, shuffleboard, and needlepoint. And now pickleball. So he says, you know, 6 p.m. curfew isn't favored because, well, it just doesn't, it wouldn't give people time to play after work. So every recreational activity, believe it or not, has noise. 
And that's uh, just something that these people are going to have to get over. Took me four long years to get off that wall. And now you're back you got a pen in front of you? A piece of paper? Yeah. Write these letters down. This is something going on TikTok. Four long years? Nope. Write these letters down. This is the thing going around TikTok. Says if you're a parent, you know what, or if you grew up in a Gen Xer, you know what this means. Write down the letter G. Y. A. I. T. M. F H. R N. B I B Y A. Get your ass in the motherfucking house right now. Before I beat your ass. Before I beat your ass. People just write those letters. And everybody, everybody from our generation is exactly, without even stopping. And you're just writing it down. Yep, get yep. your ass in the motherfucking house before I beat your ass. And that's it. Yeah, you heard me mumbling it. Then that, yeah, be- that has now become, as of April 16th, 2020, in the Urban Dictionary. But it's just so funny how everybody, at least of our generation, knew what that meant. Right. Well, there's some college officials out there concerned, and this is something we've all seen because everybody likes loopholes. Fake COVID-19 vaccine cards what? online. Who would have thought that call? Officials. Have you seen what these cards look like? I've got one. No. I've only had one first dose of my sheet. Does it have like an official seal on it? No, it's just fucking stupid. It's like, oh, this is just ripe for the, the fraud. Like, they didn't see this coming because, you know, you can't go out and buy a fake service dog license on the Internet or nothing. I need you to have a vaccine passport. You mean the easiest thing in the world to fucking... (laughs) Whatever. Okay. Uh, Sure. You know, and I don't think there's any laws really against frauding them anyway. But, uh... No, because there's no seal on it. (laughs) Nope. So, uh, San Luis Obispo, California, of course. As the Delta variant, which we haven't talked about, the Lambda, Lambda, Lambda variant coming in off the south border. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, like Revenge of the Nerds, Lambda, Lambda, Lambda? But is the Lambda variant, yes. Hmm. Just one Lambda, I just added the other two. To, you know, we, we could just call it the Booger variant. <laughs> as Delta variant. As the Delta variant of coronavirus sweeps across the United States, a growing number of college and universities are requiring proof of COVID-19 vaccinations for students who to attend in-person classes but the new mandate has opened up the door for those opposed to getting the vaccine to cheat the system you mean like everything else out there according to interviews with students education and law enforcement officials across the internet a cottage industry has sprung up to accommodate people who say they won't get vaccinated for either personal or religious reasons an Instagram account with the username vac- vaccination cards, one word, <gasps> sells laminated COVID-19 vaccine cards for $25 Ooh, a piece. That coming. A user on the encrypted messaging app Telegram offers said cards for as much as $200 a piece. <laughs> or you can use a Microsoft document and <laughs> type it up. An increasing number of inquiries of these sites and similar ones appear to be from those who are trying to get fake vaccination cards online. Do they make these in an armband variant? Uh, well, you know what's interesting is, um, see a Lambda variant? No, an armband variant. Yeah, well, yeah, if you, you slip it right into an <clears throat> armband. Yeah, they're about, eh, it's hard to say about that, that big. They're not yellow, but, are they? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> needless to say, you know, I think... Uh, I think it's personal choice in getting it myself, uh, but we will leave it at that. Back then, to the Lambda Lambdas. Um, we okay. know that Generation Z, Gen Z, like when they zombies. came across the fine comedy that is known as Friends. Oh, they got have been offended. They were offended by the fat suit wearing... Monica? Monica. They were greatly offended by Chandler's back then transvestite mother. Well, if one would think about it, right? Maybe they were leading the way. Yes, but they don't think that way. No. Just like, um, I've said this before, but uh, it's funny. You're familiar with this TV station Bravo, right? Yes. Home for 
openly gay television, such as Drag Race and all that. Only reason I'm familiar is... I didn't know that's what it had it on there. I always compared it to, like, Lifetime. No, it's the it's the gay television network. But the reason I bring this up, the reason that I think it's, it's so important, is we often talk about how the people who scream the loudest for a group usually a lot of times aren't in that group. They just take it upon themselves to scream the loudest. Yeah, the cause du jour. And I always thought it was funny. It's like these young cats, you know, because obviously if you're a homosexual in the 70s, 80s, 60s, 50s, even early 90s, you had a hell of a lot harder fucking time, especially depending if you're from Kentucky, let's just say, and you came out of the closet in the mid-80s. Um, you have a hell of a lot harder time doing that than you would in 2021. I guess I know where you're going, city boy. And so a lot of the elder statesmen, if you will, the gay community, mm-hmm. not that I can speak for their parts, they don't get offended by a lot of the shit because, well, they realize they've come a long way, baby. And kind of the proof to this and the fact that they have more of a sense of humor than the young cats give them credit for is on Bravo in the morning they play... Uh, Marital children, which say some semi-rude things about homosexuals. And more importantly, um, I just completely blanked. Uh, All in the family. They played All in the family, which often made crude jokes towards... Because they realized... Everybody. Well, exactly. (laughs) And, And my whole point is the elder statesmen of the gay community, they realize that this is making fun of ignorant people. It's not promoting their thoughts. They're saying, here's these people's thoughts. This guy's a buffoon. Here's why. And they have, you know, a sense of humor about it. And Did I, it play a little Archie Bunker? Yep, Archie Bunker. But I bring all up to bring this. Long, long travel down this road. Have they come across Revenge of the Nerds yet? Because for our generation, Revenge of the Nerds is the stereotypical thing, nerds. But as we said verbatim on this show, the reason nerds are so popular now, or comics are so popular now, is we've got an entire generation of people who grew up watching Big Bang Theory, and they had a whole different type of nerd. When's the last time you've seen a Revenge of the Nerd comedy from the 80s, Gordon? I actually briefly breezed by it not too long ago. Uh, Let's just say statutory rape of the highest order. Yeah, you know things back in the 70s and 80s? Uh, like the scene where the hot blonde... It's not even questionable. It's wrong. Some yeah, shit. it's like the scene where the hot blonde thinks she's making out with her jock boyfriend on the moon bounce thing, but it's the nerd with a Darth Vader mask on, and she don't realize it's him until after the deed is done. Hello, that's straight up fucking rape. But uh, we just laughed it all off. Good times for all. But I'm just... I'm waiting for that movie to hit the Twitter sphere. And people complaining about the, you know, the whole thing was just a tit movie made for 13-year-old boys anyhow, much like a lot of the movies were in the 80s and the 90s. Porkies ski and school. Ski school. And mm-hmm. Even, um, Blues Brothers to a certain extent. Yep. I got one more quick story. We can wrap it up. Uh, some good has come out of a place here called Battle- Battlefield Vegas. And their coffee shop has raised $8,700 for a trooper who was recently killed. Jesus. Um, what it was was there was a, as I remember the 15, a couple of weeks ago, was 15 was shut down, and it, what it was, there was a, a carjacking, and he was the guy going to throw out the stop sticks, but unfortunately he got hit by the car he was trying to stop. Ooh. So that guy who was driving said automobile ended up with a couple of holes in him that ended his uh, existence on this planet. Jesus. But um, why don't more yeah, of them do? Yeah, local coffee shop raised more than eight thousand seven hundred dollars for the Trooper Mays family. Battlefield Vegas has held a fundraiser over the weekend, promising to donate all proceeds to Mays family, and they came out to support. And they will also match eight another eight thousand seven hundred dollars. So that's seventeen and change. I don't know how widespread they are, and I remember we talked about this probably almost two years ago. I was watching an episode of. Uh, County Law, no, live, live PD before it got canceled because of Woke America. Yeah, we need to bring, well, that's because it, I think it really got canceled because it showed how poorly people actually behaved and responded, and it thus smashed the narrative. Well, they were showing some technology that not everybody knows about and that isn't exactly widespread, and this one municipality, I can't remember where it was from, 
They had this great thing to deter and to completely eliminate the necessity for high-speed chases, and that is they had an air cannon mounted behind the grill of the police cruiser, and they basically had a tracking device the side of a soda can that was sticky on both sides, and so the cop would get behind the person as he's running, line up his sight, squeeze the trigger, launch the soda can onto the bumper, back off, wait until the guy goes home, track them down and arrest them. So there instead of go. chasing them, they literally just shoot a tracking device on the vehicle and follow them from a distance. And it cuts down on high-speed track. You know, now you don't have to get out in front with a damn boomstick and risk getting run over. What shirt do you got on? Oh, Subaru. Subi Jam shirt I got from the dealership. Uh-huh. Yeah, nothing special there. Nothing special there. Nothing special here. This concludes the evening news, and now back to the ACT Computer Studio in Cape Coral, Florida. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up this episode. I'm um, trying to think of anything else we need to plug, other than all the good stuff on the websites, which we already did. Gordon, where can people find you if they're looking for you? He just 1974 on Instagram. It would be the best place to find me, and it's Gordon at D-410 on Facebook. I would be remiss if I didn't say I haven't really been doing much with that one, just because... As much as you post, nothing gets out there. Yep, we've 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 beaten that horse in the ground too. It's, I try to post on my Facebook page. It's just once again, it's so hard to put an effort in the quality things when no one's going to see it unless you pay for it. But uh, speaking of that, please head over to d-410.com. That's where you can find all of our podcasts, all of our videos, links to our YouTube channel. You can find me on TikTok. That's where I spend most of my time. I'm now at eight thousand something. I need to get to ten thousand. But uh, you can find me at D, uh, at Donovan410 over on TikTok, or you can just go to um, d-410.com. Thank you guys so much. And as always, we uh, appreciate all your support, and we will talk to you guys next week. And I'm just looking for the sounder because i got too many soundboards. This has been a Digital 410